The latest sport from across the county. This is the Leash Today Talking Sport Podcast. Right, hello and welcome to the latest Leash Today Talking Sport Podcast. So we're looking ahead to the weekend, uh, the rem- what remains of the weekend championship action. Uh, Leinster Club under 20 football and under 20 hurling. But Alan, we'll start on a sort of a sombre note uh, with the pay tribute to the great John Conway. Definitely a friend of Leash, a friend of everyone's. John friend of everyone's. Yeah. yeah. They don't make characters like them anymore, I don't think. And he was definitely a big character in yeah. the GA sense with the refereeing, <laughs> which was but where see, I yeah, knew every, him from. Every, that's the thing. Most yeah. people now remember him as the referee. Mm. Uh, and he was a very good referee. Refereed county finals in Leash and Carlo refereed. I think he did some inter county. Games, um, and that obviously, like I was at a game this year, and he was beside me, and there was a couple of young reporters, and uh, they didn't know who he was. Let's say, but they didn't even remember him as the referee because he hasn't refed in the last couple of years. But like John Conway was one of Leash's f- greatest footballers of all time. He played for seventeen years for Leash. I think I put it down in the obituary we did that he played for fifteen years. Actually, seventeen years. I think he was the first Leash footballer to make one hundred appearances. Do you see that stat from Owen Cullen? Mm. And like. Back then, when there was no back door, yeah, and, yeah. and Leash had a good few bad years. You might only play one, one championship, championship match in a year, yeah. you know. And there were years, I think, in the sixties, Leash had a bad run of games, maybe into the seventies as well. And he would have played in the Leinster Senior Final in sixty-eight. Um, was on the Leash team that lost the All Ireland Under Twenty-One Final in nineteen sixty-four. Leash got to that first ever All Ireland Under Twenty-One Final. Loads of guys on that team made a massive contribution. At least Jay going forward, but he he, he was one of them. Won juniors intermediates with, with Arles in the 60s and then won a junior in 91 when he was 47. Centre forward, <laughs> 26 years after he'd won the other junior. But it's as a referee that in recent times people remember him. And he was he was a good referee, uh, first and foremost. Ref, you know, long-term senior referee, county finals in a couple of different counties. But he was such a character. Yeah. That's what people remember. And all the comments and the tributes are like, what a character. And there's a couple of quotes. Everyone has at least one John Conway yeah. story, you know. <laughs> Anyone that was around when he was refereeing or either they were playing or watching matches definitely <laughs> has at least one memory for him. Because uh, he was just such a, like... So ref- genuinely funny yeah. for a start. Yeah. Like, you know? yeah, he could come out with anything. Like yeah. when you're when you're there, and for 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 me, I never played in any match that he refereed, but I was always reporting on the match. Sure, you'd love it. when I looked <laughs> at the fixtures and you'd see who was down to referee, especially just, one in a club ground. Or oh somewhere yeah, no he, league match somewhere. Yeah. You know that would be great because you would know what he'd do. He could come out with anything. <laughs> he could say anything to anyone, or uh, you know, like there's so many great great stories yeah. that we've heard over the last day or cool, so. Cool. I remember one time. A couple of funny things he'd do, like he'd you know he'd arrive for a league match, or whatever, and then to league match, he'd someone win by five or six points, and the game would be going on, and next thing they'd be shouting for free, and like last minute or so, look around, gone, <laughs> <laughs> and he'd blow up the whistle, and he was off down in the corner, or something like, you know? and he'd just do it for the the laugh and the bewilderment of it. But there's so many sort of smart comments he would have said to people. Uh, like uh, what there was, I saw it on her Facebook. Uh, he hit me, John. Was her hit him back? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. And then it was there, like he, he, he um, someone had uh, John, don't be blaming John. John didn't kick that one wide. It was another another good one. And um, it, you know, to, he was sort of a coach as well as a referee. So uh, yeah, like, he give you advice. Give like, you advice, yeah. like um, you know, uh, his favorite one of his favorite ones was um, 
if a lad got clattered with the ball, it's says, your own fault. You should have gotten rid of it. That's what you get now for holding on to it for too long. You know? And what can you say to him? Like He's probably absolutely he's absolutely. You'd have after right, having the head taken you know? off you. But, uh, but he was still right. Like You should have given the pass. I like, did a WhatsApp group that were in. Someone paying tribute to playing a junior junior match and said, what's left? Not enough for ye. <laughs> and, and he goes, well, fake it right. He goes, well, it's your own fault. You missed too many chances. Oodles of chances. Oodles and oodles of chances. But... Uh, the other one, uh, I always used to say to Colin Miller, with Anna, who was one of the strongest people you'd come across, and because the big lads don't get frees easily, no. like they certainly don't get them easy off a referee like John Conway, and uh, whinging and looking for a free, and go, what? Big strong lad like you. So what would you want to free for? <laughs> like I said, you should you should be able to hold them off and <laughs> kick it over the bar. Like that don't be relying on frees for me. But what one of my friends, I was playing playing a championship match uh, against uh, Tim O'Hoe in a Moor Park, and coming near the end, I kicked the point to go. Went a couple of points up, look, going to get into a county final. He's going past me, Jesus, what a score, what a score. Who is, is, is Rory Delaney reporting on the match? You'll have to get a good write up for that one, like about 10 minutes to go. And what could you, like, you, you sort of like in the zone or sort of in the series, and you just, just laugh at it, like, it's just so, so, so genuinely witty. But in more recent times, I used to meet him. At, at the matches Because yeah. he wasn't refereeing He used to do umpire for Joe Brennan That's right Quite a lot in recent times Himself um, and uh, Himself and, and uh, What Clancy Yeah You were part of What Clancy had a great tribute to him up on Okay on Facebook I didn't, didn't, didn't see uh, that A yeah. of different pictures But the two oh, of them I saw the pictures the doing the rounds And he yeah, had a great yeah. line He said like John would be on the phone Um at the at the back of the goals, you know, and he said like John didn't do Facebook, but his calls were legendary, <laughs> and I'd love to be, I'd love to have heard some of the calls that would be coming to him. Yeah, all right. yeah. But I, uh, I, I used to meet him in a lot of the Irish Cruise matches, and uh, in the last couple of years, and just like so so funny. Um, I had a match last year, and it was a bad decision went against Ireland, and I said, "Hey." Roar, roar in general and he goes what did you make of that and I said well so you're the referee you should you should know whether that was a free or not he goes ah yeah but you know it all he said <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he used to meet me and, and he'd always he'd say ah Hartnett you never say anything nice about Harness <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know that I think they get good coverage but he'd, he'd have that in his head all right like but no he'd be only sneering like he'd be only sneering for a reaction yeah. the other one he, he said to me um this year, actually very complimentary in general. It was last year, it was after the lockdowns or whatever, and it, that was when he was wondering, did I think it was a free or whatever? And he said, and he goes, at least today you're at some service, at some <laughs> service. And I met him this year, it was after we put in the paywall, and everywhere I went, people were joking, oh, that'll be 699 <laughs> now, and oh, 699 Miller, this, and, and they go get the teams at one end, oh, we'll have to pay 699 <laughs> to give you this, and all, all this, that same joke everywhere you went. And John Conway goes, I tell you what, you had a right to charge them a tenner for it. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, uh, I think that was high praise. I think so, yeah. I so, think so. Uh, look, I just want to send our sympathies to the families. They're a great Leash GA family. Uh, made it, I reckon over 60 years contribution yeah. to, to Leash GA. And, and they're still doing yeah, it. And, and you know what, like, he was as sound as you get at the back of it all. And he did a lot of juvenile matches mm. and very kind and guiding to young players. Um, and always have a word for them, remember them, you know. And uh, look, he, he, he leaves a great legacy and um, people will be talking about him for a long time. They were, you know? absolutely. There, there, there was a breed of referees himself, Eddie Whelan, Pat Moore, yeah. Tony Marr. There were a different... You Pat's know, still on the go. Pat's still on the go, yeah. yeah. Pat yeah. Was, I was talking to somebody who was talking to Pat only yesterday and he was doing three matches yesterday Genial, between yeah. soccer and schools, games yeah. and everything. So that's yeah. still, Pat's all still those going. Lads, all those fellas like Eddie Whelan, Pat Moore, John Conway, 
um, Tony Maher they were all very very good players themselves mm. I think Tony Maher and John Conway would have been on that same under 21 team in six four. that's what I'm saying that team Gabriel Lawler Danny Brennan um, they were definitely Brian Delaney uh, who's selector on the minor teams in the in the 60s Teddy Fenley all those guys were on, on that under 21 team and made a huge contribution uh, so look we just want to send our sympathies to the Conway family the, the Arliss club mm. and uh, I'm sure John will get a great send off this week Um so just moving on to matches now, the Port game, Port and Croke Park. So this is as big as it gets in the club scene. I, I absolutely love the club championship, Leinster club and Ulster. Club championship in general, yeah. Club championship, even from the early rounds mm. in Leash, it's um, so genuine, it's so sincere. There is no, the, the, the county game can come with a bit of shit, mm. like, you know. And um, a lot of old hangers on around the county scene, whereas at the club, it's the heart of it, even at that, High end. Yeah. And I reckon some of those club games, like that Glenn versus Errigal Kieran match that was on TG Cahar the other day, that's as good. As you a, as be Better than a lot of county yeah. games. I reckon the likes of the Port Castletown match, now it was a bit of an arm wrestle, but that was a better battle than a lot of the county games yeah. we saw this year. The the Port Harrington St. Lomans, Port Harrington Kilmacud Croaks last year, they're all epic games. Ec- excellent. You know. Games, absolutely, yeah. And it's it's I suppose there's this kind of a thing where you have almost now got two sets of GEA supporters. Mm. You have the ones who are county supporters. Yeah. And yeah, they have a mild interest in the club. Now they're not in leash, I don't think. I think in leash the club supporters are your county supporters. Yeah, but they're in the bigger counties I don't think there's that that thing and that's where you get a lot of this Well it's uh, definitely the case when when the leash county team aren't going well. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. if, when it's going things are going better everyone's a supporter and everyone's an expert. I think you'll have a good few neutrals up in, well, not neutrals, there'll be leash people mm. supporting Port Arlington uh, in Crow Park yeah. and Saturday. Now, I wonder, there was a big novelty to it last year with them being there for the first time, so I wonder, will that still be... Well, there's be a couple of things going against the crowd. Uh, one is live on RTE, mm. and not just TG Cahar. Live on RTE, 7 o'clock on Saturday evening. Mm. Ireland are playing rugby at 8 o'clock afterwards. Like, is it oh, their grand Saturday evening, a oh, television, okay. live sport. Oh, Ireland are playing Australia. Australia in Lansdowne Road at mm. 8 o'clock on Saturday evening. Mm. So you'll watch Port and you get most, get of, most of the rugby afterwards. Yeah. Um, it's also the piss around, so... Oh, right, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, we're really selling this. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm... You, I don't think I'm going to it because mm. you're going to it. Mm. Um, you know, you and I, you went last year, and I uh, was cost of living crisis and all yeah, that. Exactly. The two of us in Crow Park. I'll watch it on telly. Yeah. Um, but Port, ah, look, Port have been on a great journey the last couple of years, and this is we we've probably been a bit harsh on them, and t- they were going bad and all that. This is coming towards the peak of it now, or this is like yeah. a huge opportunity. Every game now is possibly Martin Murphy's last game in charge. Some of the players, like Adam Ryan, has said he's finished after this year. You know, is there one or two more that might be like David Murphy? It was the last game last year. Could be his last game again. You know, if he's retired once, uh, has to retire a second time. Um, So it's a huge opportunity. Crokes are they're just a splendid club team. No stars apart from Shane Walsh that they they imported imported him in. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, a serious issue with that and with the Kilmacog Crokes club for facilitating it. but it is what it is. is it, and they've lost Paul Mannion. Like Paul Mannion was, was very good last year. scored three points from play. Two really important ones in the last quarter last year when the game went against uh, Port. Who will go, who'll go on Shane Walsh? Piggott, I'd say. Sure, Do you think so? Yeah. Pig, if Walsh can go anywhere. Mm. I'd say Piggott will be for him. You think so? Yeah. Who would you put on him? It depends where he goes. I think if he, if he ends up in the half-hour line, yeah, Piggott. But yeah. I think if he ends up inside, I'd nearly put Carl Bennett on him. Yeah. There's plenty of lads now to be keeping eyes on. Mm. Um, the, 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 like I said, there's no stars. All eight out of ten players. Like that Andrew McGowan defender. I saw him playing with the Dublin under-21s. 
he got a couple of runs with Dublin seniors. I don't know how interested he is in intercounty football, but if a lad isn't interested in Dublin, sure, that's more or less fine because you have such a standard yeah, to, to go, go elsewhere. Yeah. You don't have to. Um, a lot of very good. That Dan O'Brien wing back, he's a very good player. Um, sure, Shane Dia, Cunningham. Diaz in the middle of the field. Diaz in the middle of the field. Um, Connor Ferris is a decent goalkeeper. Shane Cunningham is a lad I really like as a player. He even looks like Paul Mannion. Mm. Um, he scored a couple of great man to kick points from distance. He's their captain. Uh, he was their captain last year anyway. I think he, or is he the captain? He definitely has been captain at some stage. Very good player. Like the bet Nace quite comfortably. Um, but I do think Port are better than Nace. Yeah, you know, like, I, I like would back. Po- I would have backed Port to beat Port, Nace. Port, yeah. In in last year's championship, Nace were beaten in the Leinster final. They were beaten fourteen seven yeah. by Crokes, comfortable enough. And Crokes had no Paul Mannion for the final. Yes, yeah, right. Whereas Crokes yeah. did have Paul Mannion for the semi final and the only scrape by Port. Yeah. Um. So it was one eleven to twelve. Now I think Nace were missing a couple of guys in that Leinster final as mm. well. I think Kerwin or Byrne, one of those guys, were missing. But still, they were bet by nine points when they played them this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh. So look, it's a huge, huge. This is. I don't really see Port improving that much over the next couple of years. You know what I mean? Like, if Adam Ryan goes, David Murphy goes again, oh, yeah, like they haven't had wonderful underage teams. In re- I think they have in what they're going to get I in. Guess, yeah. And so that's why I think this is such a huge opportunity. Beat Croaks in Croke Park on Saturday. It's a big ask, and there, you can check the odds there, I'm sure. Um, mm. There will be outsiders. I think they'll win Leinster if they beat Crokes and I think they'll have a great chance of getting to the All-Ireland final because it is the Munster champions that will be against them. If Karen Zorahal is from Kerry who didn't even win the Kerry County Championship the one the club version of it East Kerry won won, won that and you have Clonmel Commercials who did look very good at beating Nemo Rangers at the weekend but I do think it's better than having to play the Ulster champions for example. Yeah. So uh, I, I think this is this is a huge game for Port Arlington um, they're back in Croke Park back on live television Back against Kilmacud Crokes. Um, and I think they'll probably need everything going right for them. They're no longer a surprise package. 4-1 on Crokes. That's what Port probably 5 7-2. 7-2. It's a good bet, Porter. Good mm. bet. Now, what would be a good bet there? It'd be the draw. Draw is 9-1, yeah. 9-1. It'd yeah. be a good bet, yeah. yeah I think Port will, will make a battle of it. The other game's more even. The downs are 10-11 and Ratot are 6-5. Yeah. You saw Port the last day, but that game was was of no yeah no, no use to them. Um, well, no, sorry, not no use to them. That's not true. Like they were excellent, but mm. they were playing a team that I don't think would get past the quarterfinal of Leash. So. Yeah, well, that's not much use to them. No, but yeah. they um, they were very good. Now they they probably needed that though. I think you yeah. know it, uh, I, now it'll be different again, obviously in this game. But I, I think what it shows is any team that um, goes like O'Dempsey's, um fifteen on fifteen with Port, you're going to be in bother because give them space and they'll kill you Kilmacud Croaks possibly might play similar like yeah. I don't see them going overly don't defensive think so, no. so there might be chances for, for Port Arrington um, they'll have Jake Foster back yeah, which back will be will yeah. be a help um, Keep Bracken is still suspended as far as, we know. As, far as we know and he was, uh, and he was in a boot the last yeah. day so I don't think he'd be fit anyway even so, though Neil is still gone yeah So, uh, but Derek Galvin I think it will be back okay. I think he'd only twinge in the hamstring he could really have done with that game ah yeah, um, yeah yeah he deserved it as well because yeah. he's been going so well but Jordan Fitzpatrick came in and took his chance and played well and definitely because uh, yeah okay Jake is you'd be very surprised if Jake doesn't start but Jordan Fitz did enough to make them have to make a question yeah. of you know and he's definitely an option early definitely in the game an option. I, I like him yeah. as an option he's powerful operator yeah. Yeah. he offers something a bit different 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 you know, than any and, and, and yeah. that's um, 
that's what you just have to you have to keep bringing something mm. a little bit different to the table. Yeah. Uh, now the big like Colin Murphy was excellent last year when they played Croke. Yeah. He was absolutely brilliant, and they'll be. And he was uh, he was excellent again. That, that, the the element of surprise is gone from Port Arlington now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I know they're serious. They're taken seriously mm. now. Like everybody knows, um, outside of Leash, what they're like. So yeah. it, they are taken seriously, and they're training world champions, and they're coming up against the the team that uh, beat them last year. It's the only loss they've had. In the three years, a factor last year in the loss, Scott Osborne was injured, injured. carried an injury yeah. into it, wasn't right, and the kickout struggled as a as a result, as a result yeah. of it, um, especially in the second half because Nes or not Nes came good, copped on that uh, he, he couldn't, couldn't go, go long, long. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah, just yeah. completely squeezed Pushed up, up and they couldn't yeah. get out. So Jason Moore wasn't around last year either. No, that's correct, and yeah. he's been excellent yeah. on his return. So Sean Byrne was close to man the match in last year's yeah. match and hasn't hit the same height since, but he has it in him. And, and he's, he's getting better. Get, get, absolutely, he was better. definitely absolutely, much better yeah. now in the Carlo game than yeah. he had been in the, probably the previous yeah. game. So he's probably again, as I said to you last week or two weeks ago when we spoke about it, I think Porter peaking. Yeah, they, they are on an upward trajectory yeah. in terms of their performances. Yeah. Um, and they're like they're after having four good outings now in their last four games, so they probably scraped by Ballyroan. Yeah, but they've been out every second week since that one. Like. That bastard against Port Leash was worth its weight in yeah. gold for them. Got the best. It's come through that. Yeah. Hammered Odemsey's two weeks later, a right good battle down in Wexford. And then, but look, it's a, it's a huge, like I'm sure it'll be going up on buses and trains. It's a huge outing for the club. Yeah. You know, like what an occasion again. Yeah. Um, and last year there was still the COVID thing was still, right. hanging still hanging around. I think hanging the capacity around, yeah. was Capped at some way. thousand or yeah, so. Yeah. We'll get more than that. Yeah. Um, we'll get massively more than that. No. And Croke Park is a funny one. I think it's a great idea to play them in Croke Park. And sometimes you'd say, oh, there's too many, you know, like it, you need a crowd in Croke Park. I don't necessarily, I, I think I give out about every single match in Portly in Leash being in a Moor Park. That's slightly different. This one, I think like when you win your county in Leinster now, most teams are only one or two matches away from getting to play in Croke, Croke Park. Park. And yeah. important Kilmer Croke Crokes are getting back. But for the Downs, who are managed by Larwall from Arliskill Cruz and Ratot from Mead, who have the great yeah. David Brady over them. Yeah. Um, some occasion for them to get up to mm. Croke Park. And the hurling semi finals the following week. Yeah. Like, I gave out about Leinster Council la- in the last episode about their fixtures for the club hurling championship. But their decision to move the semi finals and final to Croke Park, I think it's a great call. And it, you know what it does? It gives the Leinster teams. An advantage okay, when it gets yeah. down to yeah. All Ireland final. But they're know, used to it. Yeah. They're used to it. They'll have mm-hmm. played there. Like if if Cro- now Croaks are probably used to it now at this stage anyway. But they would have played if they get to an All Ireland final. It'll be their third time playing at Croke Park this year. Yeah, you know. So that's some uh, some achievement, so, like, some yeah. advantage mm-hmm. to, to them when they go up against maybe uh, Glenn from Derry or something. Uh, so I think the Leicester Council deserve credit for that, and it will be a good occasion. There won't there'll be a couple of thousand at it, but. The atmosphere generally reflects the action on the pitch and mm. the excitement in the crowd and all that. Oh, that's like, um, yeah. like an old National League game or an early round Leinster match where it's sort of a foregone conclusion can be a crap atmosphere. Mm. But I think that's the competition in the game's fault rather than the, the venue. Yeah. So, huge occasion for Port. All we can do is wish them well. Yeah. and hope Up against, definitely. But I think, I think they have a chance. And that's yeah. all I want. You know, I, I would be very disappointed now if they don't get to the situation they got to last year yeah. and going into the last 10 minutes with a chance to win Still it. Still a chance to win it, you know. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, 
yeah, so that's that. We have a couple of other, yeah, a couple of other, other Leinster games this weekend. St. Bridget's are back in action. They're down in James Stevens Camogie. in the Camogie semi-final yeah. on Saturday. I think that's at half one. Okay. So anyone who is, I'm not sure if there's any dual fans of both places, but you would make it if you wanted to, because James Stevens, you'd get back from there and you uh, get yeah. to Crow Park, Similar no problem. Talk. So um, the, 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 now, how many people of those would be going to very few, watch I St. Bridget's yeah. Camogie team? I'd say zero. In James but, Stevens. Uh, yeah. And the... <laughs> footballers <laughs> in Croke Park if anyone is I'm sure you have plenty of space in the car yeah exactly so, <laughs> so that's a tough one for them going to play James Stevens Kilkenny you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's the Kilkenny Intermediate the Kilkenny Intermediate Champions so be a second second they champion. Decent, yeah, yeah exactly so the village. stay there and then Rose Nallis are in this thing called the Leinster Junior Championship in Limerick and they're playing a crowd from the north from Belfast oh, Yeah, and it's all in Limerick it's on it? in Limerick at 2 o'clock on Saturday yeah. that's right I remember this crowd in Limerick yeah this is dodgy so this is this is not it's official. Not, I take not it, official. Is it? It's sort of a tournament. Okay, you get invited into it. Do they have to go down to there to play? It is in they have it up in Facebook Man anyway, somewhere. somewhere like that. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're going off to Limerick. There's a junior B football one as well. As well, this, okay. how this works. Every match is a draw. It gets huge crowds, and the amount of games that end the draw, and the home team always goes really well at it. <laughs> Simple as that. It's very very. Uh, but the amount of games that ends, like I remember in Limerick, and it, uh, week after week, draw, replay, and we bring. But they'd be getting see some of the clubs in Munster. You're getting clubs, not second teams. Mm. You know, you could be getting the Tip Junior B hurling champions, champions uh, yeah. and the Cork Junior B hurling, and they bring massive crowds yeah, to it. You know, yeah, yeah. and they'd be going on all around. Now it's played in. in I, I remember at one stage there was some of the Leinster parts of it were played up here. Mm. Um, so Rose and Alice were getting to go down. I to must that look now. up the name of the team they're playing. So they're going yeah. there on Saturday because I, I, I like they ch- that crowd charge a tenner in and. Uh, Oh, they absolutely they clean up with this competition. Yeah, well, like it. I suppose isn't it good that they have something? Yeah, for them, like after winning their uh, training for this hasn't been great. Now, uh, five only five days to go there. Khalidi, Khalidi, Fina Khalidi. Yeah, twelve o'clock against Saint Bridget's of Belfast. I think of Fina Kilmi. Oh, I've got to mix it up. My old junior limit clubs. There's a Fiona Castleman. I think they organised the football version. of Okay, so who are playing from Belfast? Saint Bridget's of Belfast. Yeah, they're a sweet crowd as well. (laughs) (laughs) So that's. I, I I don't know whether now they're they're calling it the first round. Is it all played in the one day? No, no, God, oh, no, no. no. This so stretches they... on for months. So <laughs> <laughs> and how are how are they in Leinster? The crowd from Belfast. I should have done Antrim playing Belfast. Like I suppose. Oh, like, okay. This thing doesn't follow any. Oh, there's a Munster version of it. There's a Leinster. Ver- I didn't think they brought the Leinster teams down there. I thought they rented a pitch up. Yeah. Up the way to. They would take the gate. Okay. Oh, this is this is like <laughs> you're you're very close to Kerry down around there. So. Right. Cute tours at the highest <laughs> order, but no, my experience of that in the Munster part of it, and like to be a t- Galway teams that go down to it and play, and they'd host, they they host the All Ireland final part of it. All right, the amount of draws in it, I'd say, <laughs> I'd say the referees are getting bonuses now, big time for draws, no extra time. Oh no, it's come back next come week, back week tenner off you all. <laughs> so that's so that, they're yeah. off down there. So they're the the last three remaining Leash teams in Leinster. I'm not sure if Cameras have entered the Junior B. Uh, version of that uh, football. No, I, uh, you see, I think the football might have only been a, f- um, a monster part. I don't think oh, went to an All Ireland. Okay. Yeah, um, the O'Moore's Camogie team are they? They could be in Leinster as well. I think there's a junior. Oh, there was. There is a junior. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then obviously, then the under twenty B hurling final is on Saturday. That's the big game on Saturday. Nafina against um, PRT. Parkrat Neskatimo. Nafina as opposed to Nafina Oak. Different, yes, different Nafina. Very different Nafina. Different Nafina. No Oaks, and they're uh, that's Mohmelik, Balafin, and Sleep Bloom yeah. uh, up against PRT. 
uh, which if we were to go football wise yeah yeah Yeah. so whatever you know it'd be good representation on the day you could say PRT came through an epic semi-final against Castellan went extra time and they beat them Um, haven't been miles ahead of half time there's big wind Castellan came back ended a draw and then PRT beat them in in injury time an epic game Nafina Oog got (laughs) there now I'm calling him Nafina Oog Nafina and he said it was Jaws too. And he said, "No, you had it. It was Jaws." And he said, "No, it was a different film. It was different, different, a d- different shark." <laughs> so this is like the Fina. This is the Fina Ogre. A different Fina. Different Fina. Yeah, so yeah. they're they're playing um, in the final. They they beat um, Clonus Lee in in their semi final. Came true. Um, I I don't know. That's a, probably a tough enough one to call now. But um, PRT have been in every final at every grade and only won one of them. Oh, won one of them. Won the under fifteen A one final. Yeah, yeah. Um and and they uh, lost. I stopped saying on this. I'm a PRT man. You're a PRT man. Yes, you c- you can hit me for the twenty euro registration fee now. If I say that, because y- I don't think I've paid it. Yeah, you can you <laughs> can stay. Out, you can abstain. I'll go for Nafina. I'll go. I'll back our man Dara. Dara, Dara's yeah. the star man. There, he's the captain. He's taking the player of the year. Taking the freeze. Oh, I'd have to be. Yeah, but I don't know how that's picked though, so you wouldn't know. No, we won't yeah. be allowed picking we anyway. Won't be allowed picking anyway. But no. uh, but I'll back our man Dara, and I'll go for Nafina to to beat uh, PRT on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And then under twenty football, so there's no game was on last yeah, night, Monday, and Tuesday night, Tuesday night, yeah. Ballerone and Portlaoise. We predicted it would be tight, yeah. and that's so how it turned out. The score. I think you actually did. I think you said it'd be like one eight to nine. <laughs> I one, no, I think I said one eight or one nine would win it. Yeah, yeah. and that's exactly what it was. It was yeah. seven points. Uh, Ballerone got an unreal start, got a goal pretty much straight away from the the throw in. Brian Whelan struck for a goal, and and you know a great start for them. But then Portlaoise came back. I believe Connor Brown was outstanding for them in the first half. Um, I think he finished as their top scorer on the night and Kieran O'Donnell kicked the point as well uh, Jack O'Connell um, Michal Cullerton so there were 7 points to 1-1 one, one up then I think Ballerone got the last point 7 points to 1-2 at half time okay. great position for Portlaoise great position in, yeah. for Portlaoise but they just couldn't kick it on Ballerone brought on Parik Rafter early in the second half and apparently he changed the entire game or 2 points after 2 out. points he ran at them serious athlete he's a great yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and like uh, it, it's it's a uh, it's an odd one. It, it puzzles me how a lad from Ratdowney can be so good at football. Um, and but they had underage football teams like. with him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think they've any more since yeah. he he was on them. I remember them. Uh, whatever. And he had to go to Ballyroan as a nice player. As a nice player to play. Now, yeah. Next year, like well, this year, his adult football was with Ratdowney. They won the Junior C. No league matches. No. So junior C champs. That's it's an absolute. Well, he's up Junior B now, so they'll have a group. That doesn't matter. Though. Yeah. Doesn't matter. No, no, I but agree with groups you. Groups in Junior C. Oh, it is. Yeah. This was. I wonder, like, suppose he could end up living in Ballyroan. Wonder if that could happened. do could yeah. do that. Yeah, it happened before. It happened before. We have a case of that before. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, anyway, he changed the game. Came on, scored two points, ran at them, created opportunities. Ballyroan got ahead, and they held on. I think Portlaoise had the last last gasp effort to uh, to win it with a goal, and it was knocked over the bar. Or it was yeah. deflected over the bar. I think it was a shot from me. All called it was was deflected over the bar, and they're out again. Ballyroan beat them. I think. Ballerone have beaten Portlaoise in minor and under 20 they've been the team that have knocked and them possibly out possibly under 15 as well I'd say. over Ballerone the last couple of years Ballerone won the under 15 yeah. as well Yeah, I think the last time Portlaoise they're not beating them by much no no they're, they're fierce close yeah. I think Portlaoise won the fail when these lads were that age but other than that I think it's been yeah. Ballerone all the time that have, have come out a very solid Portlaoise team yeah and a very but solid Ballerone team. Well, yeah. I think the Ballerone team on paper is, is ex- exceptional. It's yeah. a decent Portlaoise team on paper. Now, I didn't see them the night against Stradley Parish Gales. They scored 3-12 that night. 
that was completely out of whack with their scoring in the rest of their game. Yeah. Where they scored nine points, four points. Well, they were very attacking points, that points. night. They, they kind of had, had to, to go. Be. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they, they had to be. And like Strabby Parish guys played with a sweeper that night and Portish. Well, Portish weren't behind. Like, you know, yeah, they were yeah, at yeah. one stage, they were out. Yeah. And yeah. then they were. They scored 3 12, though. Scored 3 12. Yeah. Whack with what they scored in the rest of their game. Yeah. So 3 12 they scored that night. I'd say it was as much as the rest of the games put together. Put together. Um, they, Ballerone now will play Corfu Dimo, yeah. who had the, the big win over Greg a couple of weeks ago. And the game is off now. It was to be Sunday if Portish won. And we found out the reason why Danny Brennan is playing football with Ballerone, but he's also hurling with PRT. So rather than get him to play two games in yeah. less than and 24 hours. To, to manage it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, as we said here previously, there's no rush on this. Yeah. Like you know, So um, that's put back to Friday week. Tight show night. Show night, show yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Better not go to extra time. We want to go home for well, the I time show. I remember being at an under nineteen hurling. Remember an under nineteen competition one year, mm. and that went extra time the night of the tie show. Yeah. yeah. So um, I presume that's been cent- centre backs, and that will probably be the oh, last football. B football. Oh, B football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, to, that's still in the group. That's sort of decided. Well, there might be one game. D- Rose and Allison, Clunisley are going to. They're going to collide. Okay. Um, like they've already played one another and drew. Mm. So if they all stay doing what they're doing and win all their games, yeah, it's going. No, it'll oh. come down to um, scoring difference between oh, them because right. I just double checked that now while yeah, we're here. Yeah, but, but who is going to top that? Group? That's, a, that's a, I think. Ballyline um, got, got beaten so. by somebody. Yeah. So it could even go. It depends on what way it goes. It could go three ways nearly. But then if you're saying. If they were beaten by the them, they still have a chance. The, the, yeah, certain. and the other side is more or less done. No, the other side is completely decided. Nafino yeah. and Credit uh, Art Spinker yeah. are, fly, are flying. Um, and I, I looking at that Nafino team, um, I'd say they would have done all right in the end. I said it would have, yeah. You know, like when you probably look at maybe Mount Parish Gales and Port Arlington, how they struggled. Mm. You know, I, I I'd say that Nafina Oak would have would have held her own. Now I know they won it last year, but they had Credit Yard with them, yeah. so maybe there was a, a bit of a reluctance there to to go on up. But when you look at the team that they have on paper, and I have it here now, under twenty B football championship. So, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, Clonesley and Rosnallis have seven points. Ballyline have six. So if the two teams continue to win, the Rosnallis and Clonesley. Ballyline play Clonesley. I think there's a game that. So the upcoming fixtures this weekend, Saturday, Clonesley versus Ballyline. That'll decide. That'll decide. That'll decide it. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't think any other fixture has because Rose and Alice have to play Ballyfin Gales, who are out. Yeah. So whether that had even go, go ahead, ahead yeah. is a is another thing. Um, and then yeah, so like semi-finals at the following week by the looks. That, of it. That's yeah. that's the one that's going to decide the other side. Then, as you say, um, Cretiard Spink have eight points, Nafina Oak have eight points, so they play one another uh, on Saturday. Day and that'll decide who's going to top it. Okay. Oh yeah. That, yes, they have to play each other. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 So as you said, that'll be. Yeah. The, okay, there's so there's still group games left in that the following yeah, week, but you'd have to wonder whether they'd be played. Dempsey's and Park. Yeah. And Park and Neska and Park and Neska and the Harps. Park and Neska have to play twice, uh, Monday night and Saturday in games that essentially mean nothing. Yeah, I can't so see those. Hard to see those going ahead. Yeah, even to win both of them. No, should have lost all three games. The most they can get to now is four points. Okay, so they'll have one at, at zero, no. zero points. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Harps, so the most the Harps can get to is six. And, so. and they'd go out on the head-to-head against either the yep. others anyway. So and yeah. the most that MCs can get to is six. So. And they go out in the head-to-head yeah. as well against, yeah. The one that they lost in the Fienog was the one that screwed them, yep. sort of, because had they won that one. And that was the real humdinger. Yeah. yeah. Had they won that one, it would have kept things very much alive. So if those games were to get called off, maybe you could move it forward a bit. 
but you still have the problem. I'd, I'd say what you'll probably have is you'll have the, the groups will be wrapped up this weekend and you'll probably have the semi-finals the following weekend yeah. and the final the week after. Yeah. And that'll bring the, the Leash GA calendar to yeah. an end then for twenty twenty two. First of December, it's yeah, not too bad. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. No, not bad. I yeah, remember yeah. last year it went on longer with COVID and everything yeah, else, so yeah. that would be a decent achievement yeah, for them. I tell you, they're very efficient at getting through them. And, ah, yeah. and, and Leash were ready for the split season, given yeah. that uh, we've been kind of doing it anyway that, since about the last 12 years. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we were ahead of the curve. We were ahead of the curve, <laughs> and even we to start a bit earlier. Yeah. Um, we give out about certain aspects, but in terms of efficiency and organisation and all that, no, it's bang on. Absolutely bang on. Yeah. So that's all. We'll go. Hopefully, Port will win. Uh, and you're predicting Nafina, I'm saying in the Hurling, and there's nothing really else to predict with under 20 football. We'll do a preview of that the f- next week next and we'll week, look back yeah. on Port. All right, we'll leave it at that. Over and out. Good luck. God bless. Goodbye. The latest sport from across the county. This is The Leash Today, Talking Sport Podcast.